This is exactly right. Hi, I'm Erin Welsh. And I'm Erin Almond Updike, and we're the hosts of This Podcast Will Kill You on Exactly Right. We're back with our seventh season, which is bigger and better than ever. Because guess what? We're now a weekly show. This season, we're tackling everything from long COVID to norovirus, from the supplement industry to IVF, and so, so much more. New episodes drop every single Tuesday. Follow This Podcast Will Kill You wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Babs Gray, and I love getting older and wiser while still remaining a big dumb bitch. (laughs) I'm Brandy Posey, and is it even possible to own a Tesla without getting a vanity plate? (laughs) (laughs) I'm Tess Barker, and sugar and caffeine make me feel awesome. Hard to ignore that science. (laughs) (laughs) And this is Lady to Lady. Can you keep a secret? Neither can we. For everyone, that's the fucking best. Come on, baby, it's time to hang out with your favorite ladies, ladies and ladies, ladies and ladies. Hello. Oh, oh my God, Brandy. So your Tesla. I don't want a Tesla. I want a pickup truck, but. Yeah. I have always said if I got a Tesla, of course I'm getting a license plate that says testify. Well, and here's the oh, thing. Yeah. I'm not Good anti-vanity plate, but the Tesla vanity plates are especially egregious. They I've are. seen <laughs> I've seen Bitcoin, I've seen Musk. Of course. And it's not Elon Musk. It's just a guy that got Musk as a vanity plate. Oh. And I yeah, they're just they're they're just they're just always like <laughs> Uh, crypto, yeah, dude. No, I. It, it's just I will say the whole vibe. there are many, many Teslas in my neighborhood now, and all of them drive like fucking assholes. Yeah. So yeah, it's the new black Mercedes Benz. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's rough. I saw one the other day, and I've been thinking about it, trying to figure out what they mean. But it's like, so it's two, the number two, and then T W N S, and then the space, and then the number N, and then the number one. So it looks like two twins two, in one. Two twins in two one, twins or two in towns one. in one. But what? Two why? towns in one. Either what? Either why? way. Why? I was. Did you absorb your twin in the womb, and you were, mm. That's your license plate. Like, that's what's... so demonic that I kind of like it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's. It's. Is. I think that was the first draft of the Spice Girls song. Two twins in one. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I love that song, man. Babs, do you remember one time at karaoke? Me and Barbara both requested that song, and it played back to back. How and cute! The first it played the first time, and we both got up, and I was like, "Wait, I requested this song. I requested this song." And it was I like, forgot about that. So cute. Oh, so cute. <laughs> oh my god! I have I been dying that. for good. Oh man, karaoke night, it's dude. Should long. we get like a room? Yes, karaoke like room. Yeah, yeah. It's been so long. Yeah, yeah, that would be really fun. I would love that. I'm it. I'm in. I miss. Yeah, I haven't gone and done like. I miss uh, doing a bunch of stuff in Koreatown. I haven't gone to like Korean barbecue. I haven't got all, all the that stuff. That'd be fun to go to. Yeah, have karaoke. K Town kind of night. Yeah, yeah. K Town Eve. Mm-hmm. Um, let's. Should we do our show? We should, should we do our it's show? Fun. Our show is fun today. <laughs> um, I love our guest. He's. Truly just one of the most delightful people in comedy. 
just he is he's just a pal like we always just have so much fun with him Mm -hmm. and uh He's a hilarious comic, and he's also a great illustrator, which you'll hear a little bit about. Mm-hmm. He has a podcast. You might have heard of it. It's called Do You Need a Ride on our same network, Chris Fairbanks. Woo-hoo. Well, I'd like to officially address our guest, Me Chris too. Fairbanks. <laughs> <laughs> You're in. Oh, yeah, we wow. didn't give that you that was... much runway. We yeah. don't really yeah. do. We kind of do our. We don't. We're not going to make you sit through like our Mark Marin. You know, no, we'll do that shit separate. at the beginning. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he pre-records that. But yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, I, <laughs> I know he does. But I'd like yeah. to imagine that like Barack <laughs> Obama is just sitting there watching him yeah, talk yeah. about his cat or whatever <laughs> the whole oh. time. I did his show. I was like, I wonder if Barack Obama was in this exact chair. <laughs> he probably was. Yeah. So I, I like. I haven't it. really. That's like my last reference. I haven't really paid attention if, in a while to his podcast. So my last reference is when Barack Obama did it, oh, which, I, which I know is a long time ago. I have totally. to say, Brandy and I both live in Eagle Rock. So we mm-hmm. actually saw the motorcade come through for Obama to go do Marin. <laughs> oh it was pretty God. cool. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it like shut down the street. They came through. Yeah. I was like, well, there's a president going to go do a podcast. Going to do a podcast. <laughs> That's was, my p- podcast president. Mm. Was he currently the sitting president? Yeah. Oh. Yes, he was. How the hell did he get him? Oh, they had sn- snipers in the roofs on the roofs of all over Highland Park and stuff too. Like it was, like and a, that's a just aside from the usual ones that are there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right, right. Yeah, yeah I think it's like one of his speech guys was like a huge Marin fan and was like, "This would be cool for you to do." <laughs> Dude, I have a question about Obama. Um, okay, as someone who reads a lot, yeah, he reads more than me every year, mm-hmm. and how. Like he mm-hmm. was busting out these reading lists while he and like I'm an avid reader and I'm still like I have shit to do, you know what right. I mean? I right. can't get through books at that rate. At how is he doing? I'd be it? curious if he considers audiobooks reading. Oh, right. I do. I'm considering yeah, audiobooks yeah. reading. Oh, and you I'm are not too? even kind of at his volume. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Got it. Um, yeah, he must I be mean, lying. He must be I, just yeah. Scam, I think yeah. he's a liar. A yeah. First of all, he's a yeah. liar. Yeah. Second of all, I think like I mean. It is true though when you when you take away literally all of the stuff that we have to do day to day as humans like you do have extra time. I'm not saying that a president has a lot of time on his plate, but he's got assistance. Like, think about all the shit that you take care of every day that you wouldn't have to take care of. That it's, you know, that would be somebody would do. That would leave time for some reading. Yeah, yeah, I feel like that's true for like movie stars, but I guess in my head at least the president is legit busy. Right. I thought you were talking about <laughs> Marin all the boasting no, doing all the Barack Obama. No. I don't want him to read be reading books. <laughs> I want him to be so busy. Yeah. That he's I like, so. I wish I had time for fun, fun reading. Yeah. The one th- I am so embarrassed, and I have been my whole life, about how little reading I do. I have like 40 books yeah. on this shelf. Of course. And I've, I've read the first 10 pages of all of them, but I, I... You know what? I will say a very healthy thing for me was when I... Not got got rid of books I wasn't going to finish, but also moved them out of my direct line of sight because they were just constantly haunting me. Yeah, you know what I mean. I now I put a bookcase yeah. downstairs where I was like, I don't need to wake up and be like, look at the thing you're never gonna do. You know? That's funny. You're right. I gotta get these out of my living. It room. helped. It it helped yeah. me at least. Um, Which sounds but, like a good excuse to then go buy more books. 
Oh, yeah. a thousand percent. I mean, I didn't finish those, but I'm going to finish all of these ones. Yeah. yeah. These are the ones, of See, course. I finish books, but like to a fall. Like, but I do think right. that's the how. Ha- like, I am very stubborn about finishing books, but I've wasted my time on some bullshit. Like, I yeah. should. The, I'm going to say it right now The Da Vinci Code, not worth finishing. Oh, God, don't. <laughs> no. No, that's See, now the Da Vinci Code, I it. read that one and, yeah. probably, and probably enjoyed it. I mean, it is kind of fun. It's a fun book. I'm a snob. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I don't. It, it doesn't matter at all. It was fun. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's garbage, but fun, yeah. you yeah. know. Yeah, I got to start reading. You know what? After this, I don't have that much to do today. I'm going to I'm going to finish. Uh, I know this much is true from the. Oprah book club recommendations. Can nice. you can you get us a book report on that by <laughs> yes. next yeah. week? We'd like to see. Just so we we want to give you some accountability. Yes, is because I know they turned it into a TV show, and in a in a, <laughs> in a if pinch. it really comes down to the wire, I can just watch that. I mean, these days, you know, like TV shows are sometimes better than the book, which used to not ever be the case. You know what my sister did for me way back when I drove from Montana to Austin is she recorded just the audio of my favorite movies. One was Shawshank Redemption, of course, and the other is Gross Point Blank, which was a good one because the soundtrack (laughs) all the way through is music I grew up liking, Mm -hmm. especially because I had an older sister. 80s stuff but it i if you've seen a movie already it's the best way to pass the time while driving because you would be surprised at how vividly you can visualize every single scene oh interesting great hat to the audio yeah and i remember it was on shawshank was on a series of cassette tapes like (laughs) it's a longer movie but i I had made that drive like all of a sudden i was in texas and i just had listened to a couple movies twice i love this hack i absolutely love this i'm there's like i can think right now of 20 movies that probably even without the soundtrack i could just play but that yeah 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 You know, yeah, I was so well. I was thinking the other day about how sad it is that we have lost the art of like a good movie soundtrack. Like that, like right, before right. you streamed yeah. everything, like the curated playlist of like a really good movie soundtrack. Right. You so hear, solid. You get them here and there. This last uh Ozark I watched uh they it was all early nineties hip hop that I liked. The last time I like really liked rap, it was like Nas and all these. They just back to back. Yeah, TV show. I I like the trend where a lot of shows will like end their episode with a perfect song, you know. Yeah. That, you know, but mm-hmm. but yeah, those soundtracks that you buy, like I mean, I can't hardly wait. It was like a soundtrack I was obsessed with. I oh, had that. perfect um, soundtrack. Pulp yeah. the Pulp Clueless. Fiction soundtrack. Yeah. Clueless. Yes. Yeah, no, yeah. Uh, Tarantino came up with the uh, Pulp Fiction soundtrack by writing it at Birds, and that was like the music that was playing like in the place. Yeah, and he was like, "Oh, this is good. This would be good in my movie." Oh, so. that's so. What a what, what is that? a There's lame a, wait, reveal. What happened about? <laughs> <laughs> You're like Birds. fucking Birds. Yeah. Those douchebags were there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a bunch of grumpy improv teachers. Hey, what did someone say about birds recently that made me laugh so hard? It was like someone oh, someone discovered like sustained that... an injury there or something. That's what it was. What? Oh my god! Was no, it? there's a scar. There's a there's a fucking actor, a famous actor, who has like a scar that looks like oh, it's um, it's what's his fuck from who plays a. Uh, 
Aquaman. Oh, oh, right. Oh, Jason uh, Momoa? Momoa? Yes, Jason oh, Momoa. Has a apparently, scar from- he has like a scar. And so you think like he's a big dude. It's yeah, from some like, knife fight from in Hawaii. Some knife fight. And apparently like something happened at Birds. He like fell off of something or got cut by a glass or something he, like that. What if he, he, you know that corner booth where you, people would dance? Yes. And what if he oh. fell and he got snagged on that bird cage? <laughs> Oh, it was a bird cage. I was table dancing. <laughs> That's why. So we. So if people who don't know, Birds is like this restaurant next to the UCB theater in Hollywood, and they are called Birds because they serve chicken to eat. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it was just yeah. like there's a, a pictures bird of birds art. everywhere. Yeah, there's yeah. pictures of, of birds. Bird it's a weird theme. theme, but yeah. it was just kind of a place where everyone would gather after their shows and like after improv and stuff I like that. I feel like we do need to discuss the like we said the best part of Birds is the people that work there. What is it on mm. the hour, or is it just one lady who does it? Oh, what? the I don't know happy hour thing. The hula oh, hooping, yeah. hula hooping yeah. on the bar. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. You guys, oh, wait, yeah, yeah. Wait, what are they? I'm so sorry. It's what like are... every hour. This. Oh, oh gosh, this is the best part of birds. It's like <laughs> it's like it's regularly pretty much every night. I forget if it's multiple bartenders or just one lady, but she gets up on the bar and does a hula hoop act, and she's like really oh, good. Yeah. At it. Oh yeah, I think you're. Right. I think it's one lady. I think there oh, is funny. a specific yeah. Uh, yeah, and there was yeah like a bird cage you could reserve for birthday parties and things like that. <laughs> yeah, just and, yeah. and I and I I was used to hear that Gunther from Friends hung out there all the time. Well, so here's <laughs> my is, one of my one of my good friends, her coworker wanted to be a screenwriter and would only hang oh, that's out at it, Birds right. and would network there, wouldn't go to UCB even though she wanted to write comedy, was like, no, those people are weird. I'm just going to network at Birds, which, spoiler alert, it's the same people. And yeah. then she started dating Gunther from Friends. That's and she'd be like, oh, my famous boyfriend, oh. Gunther from Friends. And then they would both metal detect on Beachwood Canyon together. Oh, oh my God. What? Perfect. Wow. That's of course Amazing. He's a total it, metal detector. He just wants to find watches now. <laughs> yeah. Oh God! I. The funny thing is, uh, that person she's probably really successful now. That's good to say. Yeah, it's probably a good. I never wanted to network or. No, no God, the worst. Have you guys yeah. ever like early? Did you early on ever go to an event that was like a quote unquote networking event? I don't think I ever actually went because I was always just so like. Uh, no, I remember somebody ambushing me on a birthday and I thought that they were buying me a coffee for my birthday, but it turned out they were going to network at me instead. And oh I was boy. like, oh, it's, it's my birthday. I thought you were just being nice and <laughs> buying me a coffee. Why are we talking about managers right now? Yeah, yeah. Well, ooh, I had this the, nightmare. Uh, I went across the street to a free brunch at the Scientology Center mm. uh, and I quickly realized, oh, I'm not going to have a story later and make fun of these people. I realized that I am persuadable. I'm not, I'm a <laughs> oh, weak yes. person. That and is also were, why I have to avoid out. those places. And I'm nice. Like I will, if uh, you know, when I was younger, I bought carpoon, uh, carpoon, carpoon. <laughs> it's a, carpoon? let me explain like, what yeah, a carpoon, carpoon is. Yeah. I yeah. mean, carpet shampoo from a door to door salesman. When I had no rugs, like I will feel bad for a salesman and act interested. And I was oh, yeah. I, I had I to run away. Did you not to... finish your brunch? No, no, no. I had to run away. I actually ran away. I have Do to go you... to the bathroom and I ran across the grass and ran to my car and thought they were going to chase me. Dude, the inside of that place is like, 
insane though, right? It's really yeah, cool. yeah, it's gorgeous. It was really neat. Yeah. They the brunch thing was outside, but I did see some of that building. It was- I always kind of wanted to go to one of those brunches. Yeah, they always advertise, and they they would have like yeah motivational speakers during the brunch and stuff like that. I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I I got out of there. I'm carpoon. Putty. Carpoon. <laughs> carpoon is well. That's the episode name. Um, yeah. <laughs> now, were you guys picturing a car with a harpoon on the top of it or in the back seat? Because it's one or the know. other. I think the word "poon" is what stuck out to me the yes. most. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Chris, this might be merch for you. I think. Yeah, just it's Aquaman's car. <laughs> it sounds. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a weird nickname that a comic would call themselves, like Chris the Carpoon Fairbanks. Yeah. <laughs> like, I love cars and I love the ladies. <laughs> oh God, when? Why is he at the open mic? Oh, he's so good at morning radio. <laughs> <laughs> I just I get excited to tell a story and all the words come out at once. <laughs> so sorry. Yeah, like networking events are a, spe- a specific kind of hell because they really are for people who are new and you don't really know what you're doing yet. And then everyone, no one is there of importance. It's everyone yeah. who's on the same yeah. level as you yeah. trying to get something from other people who ha- who don't have anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's monopoly, and you're all the pieces that there's a million of. Yeah, yeah. No one's the banker. You know, I'm really happy that disappeared during the the pandemic. Uh, There is a, and we all know it. There is a yearly holiday Mm -hmm. party that Mm -hmm. is a network event, and it's gone, baby. It's gone. It'll be back. You think it's not going to be back? No, I. But I'm released. I'm released. That's the important thing. (laughs) I released myself long ago, and I feel fine. And I feel. (laughs) 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 No, I think there's a certain thing to like knowing you're going to be at a place where there's just multiple people who you've either like hooked up with, or you know, it's just like it's a gauntlet. It's the gauntlet of all gauntlets of like, yeah, who am I going to run into, and I have no escape. Yeah. Yeah. And I told myself mid quarantine, I was like, I don't care. I'll take it. Game night, things that I always avoided. I'll do everything. I'll go to any. And I, I haven't been. I, I did do something this weekend uh, that I've never. I don't like. Uh, I've never been to a rave. Even when I was a kid, I was never went to a rave out in a field. I've never been that into electronic music, especially yeah. new stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I have. I like New Order and stuff when I was a kid. I don't know what I've been uh, telling Well, like. I think New Order's different than like EDM. It's not like... Yeah. Right. But it's probably the forefather of EDM, I would right, say. Right, but I feel like 15-minute yeah. long songs are like very... Are different. Oh, they yeah. feel different. I, so I did go. I'm like, I don't know what I've had against DJs in general. I apologize. I had so much fun. Yes. There was There was stand-up <laughs> at this thing. It was me and Drennan Davis and... Scout Durwood, do you guys know uh-huh. her? Yeah. She's so funny. Yeah. We laughed. Yeah. I just haven't had a hang like that. Oh, that's so fun. Uh, also, yeah. drugs were involved. Like, yeah, uh, okay. Oh, I was like, yeah. I was like, all you need is drugs to listen to a bunch of EDM, and it's very easy. But, <laughs> yeah, it was drugs that I never take, and we took small amounts. No one was off their ass like, look at that guy acting crazy. Right. I quickly realized... Uh, no one was drunk at this thing. And I think booze is where people act like assholes. Yep. Uh, yeah. But but it was in the desert, except there, and we were camping, but there was a lake. You could get in this lake. Oh, my God. With a bar oh. of soap. So I, 
Uh, it was like four days of just listening to this stuff, and I it was so many interactions with random people that I was like overwhelmed with how fun it was. It was like therapeutic. I, but you were giving out your card and stuff. Like it was a networking exactly. event. Exactly. My point yeah. is it was a great place to meet other artists. Uh, great place to collab. Yeah, yeah. I met some flame dancers. I've been yes. wanting to have a couple of those in my arsenal. Yeah, you could write a sketch together. It'll be yeah. great. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to do short form improv with some of the connections I made. I, everyone that came up to me I uh, yes ended that's <laughs> what the glow sticks are for is for zip zap zoop yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just do that to warm up I uh the funny you- thing was though is all the it was a whole field with little ground squirrels or gophers or something they were everywhere I thought oh everyone's gonna sprain their ankles at this thing and then once the music started like my tent was a a mile away, and at night I put in earplugs, and it's still I could feel the va- bass <laughs> vibrating right. through my legs, like giving me restless leg syndrome. So I didn't see a single animal. They, if you think about it, they were just oh, you're right. Terror after years oh, no, of tranquility, <laughs> they're just yeah. trembling in these little common areas oh, in their tunnels. Babies. Like, like I just kept thinking about them because none of them were on the surface. They're just like, what the world is ending. Oh but no! Meanwhile, upstairs, or they were just like doing like devil sticks in their little holes. But yeah, I know, like <laughs> yeah, like a like a rave caddyshack squirrel. Yeah, just like, <laughs> it's totally into it. I'm gonna hope that <laughs> it's funny. By the third day, they were. Someone breached the surface and went back down, and they're like, "It's okay, guys. They're just dancing." Because there was, they started like running around. At, they like, got the used third to it. Day. They like, yeah, right, they were yeah. like, yeah. "I guess this is life now. Let's quit being." <laughs> this yeah. is the new normal. They're yeah, yeah, yeah. Animals, apparently, yeah. It was they- just, it was just fun watching the that their version of a quick pandemic. Yeah, exactly. Right. They came out and they're like, is it over? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tiny little masks and earplugs on them. (laughs) I I couldn't stop thinking of not only that they were down there, but they were wearing little hats and outfits. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I loved it. Yeah. Those, um, I've been to one of those before and it's so much fun and like yeah I was not somebody who thought I liked that kind of music or I think like we do get specific ideas in our heads of DJs and totally. like, you know mm. whatever at a and club then, yeah. right and then once you have that experience you're like oh this is fucking amazing everyone's fun everyone's like Thank you. everyone is right doing away. the right level of drugs where yes. like they aren't being assholes but they're just enjoying themselves everyone was enjoying themselves and yeah. everyone was walking around complimenting each other it was it's good vibe. it's like it's our version of like the Woodstock vibe it's it like, was it's cute. Right, right, right. It was yeah. very much like a Woodstock. It was. I. I didn't want it to end. I. W- it's so funny that I went there so hesitantly. I'm like, maybe the shows will be good. Uh, yeah. It because yeah. we had to do stand up also. That's right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I grew about- up like I was because my dad got us into house music when I was like nine. My dad was oh, like really? an early adopter to house music. <laughs> oh, well, that's <laughs> so awesome. I remember being like nine and my dad was like, this is the music of the future. And so I've been listening to EDM since I was like a young child and people hate on it so fucking much. And I'm like, give it a chance. It's also really good to work to. 
Yeah. I really yeah, recommend it's good, working like, background. to it because it keeps I you, think like, it's like any music. Everyone has like yeah, a, you know, they like think of one specific thing that it's like and then they just kind of disregard it. Right. Is that? Yeah. I think I just like, I need singing usually. Right. Because if yeah. you <laughs> break down something like Tame Impala, it's basically that mm-hmm. music, but they're singing and harmonizing like it's not that far away from all this stuff i i like i know you said no. tame and paula but i thought it sounded like you said tame and paula like they're yeah, like a duo yeah the bo- <laughs> i saw them on a cruise ship <laughs> tame and paula they <laughs> dame and paula and i guess they're just friends and roommates they, <laughs> i always thought they were a couple like back in the 60s just friends. <laughs> Real will they, won't they for years. Yeah, yeah. So okay, we're going to go um, <laughs> dance in the desert for a few minutes. We'll be back yes. in a second, everybody. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Lady to Lady. I'm Brandy. I'm Babs. I'm Tess. I'm Chris, today's guest. Yay. <laughs> Very formal. Great Thank job. You. Mm-hmm. I yeah. enjoyed it. I went you with also, monotone. Like, you furrowed your brow to make sure you didn't fuck that up either, and I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I say so just like, okay, I have a role right now. Don't. Don't mess it up. It feels very like news, like we're throwing someone into like s- saying the nightly news or something because you have to be like, and I'm Chris. Like it has to, you have yeah, to say, round out the group. Say your name, have a catchphrase prepared immediately. Okay, go. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and you're last. So if you mess up, we all have to do it again. <laughs> Whew, I'm glad I nailed that. <laughs> True podcast professional. Thank you. See it. Thanks. <laughs> okay, so we play um, silly games on the show, and we're going to play one with you that we like to call business questions. Sure, I like that. So. Now, these are interview questions, but you don't have to treat them like it. You can just answer them as yourself. I, we Sometimes people think that we're trying to actually interview them, and we're like, oh, no, it's fine. Um, but, you know, take them as you will. How do about you. that? Yeah, oh, there's no yeah. wrong answer. You do you. Oh, yeah. I yeah, I will. I yeah, you're talking about actors I don't that, that. Yeah. think they have to do a character. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I think we just haven't set people up appropriately sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay, Let's so Chris, wait, wait theme song. Theme oh yeah, song. theme oh, yeah. song. Oops. Business. Business. Please be advised. Questions. Business questions. Are we moving the needle? We've got some business. Pull up a chair. Would you like some water? Business questions. Okay, now the game begins. (laughs) (laughs) Very important matter of business is that we play the business questions theme song. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, Chris, um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm a uh, I I'm a graphic designer because I don't want to answer any follow up questions about stand up comedy. <laughs> no matter where I on an airplane, I say graphic designer. It's been great because I can that talk about that. That's good. Yeah, yeah I can yeah. talk about it. I can pretend because I am. I used to. Yeah, do no, that, you but, are. You're a good artist. Boy, don't say comment. Don't say comedy. No, but. it's a weird. It's weird because like, yeah, you, I think that one of the biggest things with it is that if you say you're a comic, people are like, 
well, you're not really. They don't think you really. Right. You know what I mean? There's so yeah. many. If you say graphic designer, it's like, oh, yeah, that's a thing people do. But comic people are like, all right, I clown. Know. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't just... know your name. So you're not a comic. And exactly. Like, mm, that's like generally the idea. Know. OK. <laughs> yeah. I, I know. A, there's I often like with a lot of my skater friends, once they found out, like I befriended all these guys to skate with during mm. this the end of the world, which is still happening. And they, mm-hmm. a lot of people will like get offended because they, without even having a conversation, they're like, but I'm funny. And they're yeah. like, they get mad <laughs> that you make a living at it. And so they <laughs> see it as a challenge. Yeah. Yes. I, that they, is yeah. honestly a like, big part oh of my... it because everyone thinks that they're a comedian. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Oh, like, it, you can... I don't always enjoy it. Does that help? Like, <laughs> God, like it is I... work. It, it, it also, you could do it if you wanted to give up your security and your health care. Yeah. And, you and, know. Uh, have, yeah. I, I would, I would be in Montana. I'd have kids. I would be, if I, if it weren't for comedy, I, my life would be so much different, but not better. Yeah. yeah not this different. Uh, Sorry, you just have the, it's just the alternate universe version yeah. of you. I think I we really all have a few of those running around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know the healthy. They didn't start drinking. Never touched a cigarette. I've really <laughs> steamrolled this game. No, I'm so you're, sorry. You're, you're, it's you, made for steamrolling. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. how we know if we're gonna hire you or not. You've you've told us quite a bit about yourself too. Even oh, yeah, oh, this is oh great. great, good, and and different versions <laughs> of yourself as well too. Like yeah, you know. yeah. Yeah. So we are, we happen to be a time machine company, so we can take you back to those points, and then oh. you can make the different decisions too. Well, we have. I mean, okay. <laughs> sorry, so I've been talking funny. about the show a lot, but Severance <laughs> is a great show, and you should mm-hmm. watch if you haven't seen it. But it'd be funny to have like. So in the show, it's basically you separate your home life and your work life. But it'd be funny if it was like this. Like it's like you separate your comedian life and you're like. A second oh, family back. That would be crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess it is kind of the same, but yeah. If you just were like, I want to live this to many different versions of a person, so I'm just gonna split it up into like five things. <laughs> if you guys yeah. could severance yourselves and have another life, would you? Would you have Zia? <clears throat> no. I I I am very interested in seeing what would have played out if I stayed in Montana and started this. Uh art and web design company with my with my good friend there we were about to do that and then i just left town and drove to austin and listened to shawshank redemption the whole way uh (laughs) rather than you know kind of following up on I, w- I would, I would illustration like career, you know, drawing. Right, right. Stuff. For the Gen Z listeners out there, does Shawshank hold a large portion of your life as well, or is that just us? Because I, I feel like I've seen Shawshank maybe more than every other movie, just because it was always on. And then it I'm didn't. Like, oh, I'll, I'll I didn't have it. that with Shawshank personally, okay. but I think it was just like because it didn't have the channel it was playing on. Or you know what I mean? Oh, right. It was just I just missed the mark on that one. Shawshank yeah. is, I think, definitely it's an incredible movie. But it's not a movie. Whenever it was on TV, I never watched it in that way because it's not like half baked or like First Wives Club where you can just like watch 20 minutes of it. Like you kind of need to watch all of it. Yeah. Yeah. See, I think I'm like kind of a dad. I just, I've seen chunks of Shawshank. Oh, it's a commercial. All right. I know where I'm at. I'm out. Yeah. Okay. You are. (laughs) Right. I've seen it. I've seen it a million times. And it is kind of a dad movie in that uh, much like Lethal Weapon, it is a love story between two men that are friends. 
Like it's very, it even ends romantically where he's like, I'll see you in the future on the beach. And they meet to live on an island together. Yeah. He's sanding that boat uh, down. San Watanao. Yeah. And there's something about that. Uh, I, don't, uh, that I mean, I it's think It's like there's, a movie formula that works. I think yeah. it absolutely is in the consciousness because like it is, I was just, yeah. Last Man on Earth literally like, there's an entire plot about that movie yeah. and them going to Ziwatnehu and stuff. So oh, yeah. really? I think it definitely yeah. is. Yeah, I sure. still want to go to Ziwatnehu because of that movie. And I'll never <laughs> forget Betsy Johnson. I wrote a profile on her, which was really fun. I got to go like hang out with her in her house in Malibu. And she had just bought this villa in Ziwatnehu. It's a oh, Betsy right. Johnson fucking villa that she's decorated with like all of her favorite pieces from her place in New York. And I'm Whoa. desperate to stay there. Like, yeah, does she still, does she like rent it out? Yeah, she rents it oh out. Oh my God, for, like, that's amazing. Weekends and stuff. Whoa. Yeah. Oh my God, who's amazing. Betsy Johnson again? Okay, so yeah, it's okay. Um, She's. <laughs> <laughs> You you know her work. You just yeah. You know her work. Um, she's a designer. She's like fashion. a really oh. important designer. She okay. she's like she made she her peak was like in the eighties and nineties and she made these like amazing like every girl wanted a Betsy Johnson dress for prom. They're like very colorful and like right. crazy lace and like they're very like loud kind of crazy mm. fancy dresses. Cool. Okay. Yeah. And is does she design other things that have nothing to do with dresses? Um dresses are like her main jam. I mean, she does like bags and shoes and stuff like that, but she's really okay. known for her dresses. Yeah, but you'll see a lot of stuff around with her name on it like by Betsy Johnson. Are you know, the bags yeah. a big deal like t- I Maybe yeah, I, I think I know about the bags. I mean, the bags are pretty wacky too. Like she has one bag that looks like a telephone. I mean, her stuff is like really yes. wacky. Yeah, I know you about know the, the telephone, telephone bag. bag. That was like, <laughs> in, that was like, oh my god, we're like investigative journalists. I knew someone. Why with did the I tele- know that? I knew <laughs> you just brought up the one thing I know about. I I knew a girl with the with the telephone bag, and it was the coolest thing ever. Right. Thank. I'm glad we got to the bottom of that. I, We're I like investigative journalists. I thought she did. Yeah, yeah. We go. Oh, what a scoop. I should have to wait. Way to go, Gumshoe. In my yeah. I yeah. That's. I thought maybe. Who's the other artist that just did cute rainbow like notebooks? Oh, Lisa the, Frank. Oh, Lisa, Lisa Frank. Frank. Yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah, and you're that's actually a really good comp. She's the Lisa Frank yeah. of fancy dresses. Yeah, of, yeah. Of, <laughs> she's the Lisa Frank of things that are also rainbow colored. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Lisa Very Frank's so. definitely having like a renaissance. I feel mm-hmm. like her old stuff has been all of her old like binders and stuff people have been buying to those shit to were use cool, now. Man. Those, yeah, yeah. <laughs> those, those caboodles and so. Uh, I mean, I don't know if those were. Yeah, I think she made caboodles. Did you guys? Caboodle? Did you guys all Are get those, trapper uh, keepers? That's the uh, oh that's yeah. toolbox of makeup. Right? Yeah, the yeah, toolbox yeah, yeah. of yep. like pencil makeup or mm-hmm. like pencils and stuff like that. Which yeah, was stuff yeah. I always loved it, but never used it. You know, you like it's typical. Like it'll sit there, but I'm not gonna like actually use all the compartments and stuff like that. I used yeah. my caboodle because I was a theater kid, so I would like. Print. <laughs> <laughs> I kept my stage makeup in my caboodle. <laughs> 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 okay, put, let's um I put see. fish here, here. tackle in my caboodles. Really? <laughs> 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 All right, Chris, tell me how you think other people would describe you. I uh, I think lazy uh, I'm just kidding. I, oh my god. I I, I want to be I want to uh, be able to 
at least wake up early and be firing on all cylinders when I podcast. Although this has been great. Yeah. But I, 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 so. I don't know. I don't. That's a hard You're, question. Yeah, you are really fucking this up. We should uh, say. <laughs> I overheard uh, some people talking about me when I was in my tent oh. at this uh, oh, EDM. Oh, interesting. And that could they, go two were ways. All, they were all saying I was funny. And and that made me feel good. I, it's so funny because I'm like, is it too late to let them know I've been in my tent this whole time? Because <laughs> I was just like, I need to be alone for a little bit and yeah. make a sandwich on my chest like a sea otter. It, I need to get a tent that you can stand in, for God's sake. But I was making this sandwich on my chest. Uh, and then they were like, I heard them talking about me and I'm like, oh, no. I better make a rustling noise, but I, I I heard everyone out and they said I was funny and nice, so that, oh, everything that's cool. worked out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that is so bizarre, though, to he- overhear like someone talk. I've, I think I've only heard it once or twice, but just like that feeling you get when you hear it, and you're like, ah, like I oh, shouldn't be hearing this. Don't oh, say so the bad thing. Drama. <laughs> I've mentioned this before on my podcast, but it doesn't matter. I, it, there's, this is new people. When I was a kid, like seventh grade, I found a note about me that two girls were writing back and forth, obviously. And it was just on during recess on the ground. And it, two girls that are like, I like Chris Fairbanks. Yeah, he's cute. And, fun. and then it said, too bad he picks his nose so much. <laughs> No, it was no. horrifying to read. And so the other girl's like, "Yeah, I saw him eat a booger once." And, and I was like, "Oh God, I." Because uh, it was true. I used to fucking have my fingers in You're my nose. I, You're that kid. I was yeah. a kid. You know, we were kids. It's very I was, dry. Well, I mean, that, I will say yeah. that that's a very like good. I think that a lot of people could do could stand to find a note about themselves. With yes, something they should stop doing. You know, we have to start passing more notes about people with and leaving them around the city in each note. Exactly. Yeah, stuff yeah. like that where it's like just something that you just shouldn't do around other people. Yeah, uh. it's it's hard to find out what people actually think of you these days. The uh, only time that this just I think I. Barely this memory but I've only I think had that happen once where I accidentally I was in my friend's apartment or my friend's dorm room using the bathroom and her like journal was open and I saw my name mm. and it oh, said man. Tess is a bitch when she's on Adderall oh that's so funny <laughs> See, that's useful, though. It Information. is, and it was true. Yeah, it yeah. is. <laughs> I went on a, a cruise ship with an ex-girlfriend. We went as friends. I know that that's not that's a, a good idea. Not a good idea. I still wanted Let's to... Let's go be trapped on the ocean I together. know. I wanted, I wanted to still be with her, and she just wanted someone to go on yeah. this... To I had that... Lawn with. Not as bad, but I also did that with a Weezer concert once, so I understand. Anyway, oh, keep going. Yeah, I <laughs> Just she had lost her phone at some point, and so I kept calling it to find, so we could find it. And my name had just been changed to asshole. <laughs> that was like a funny. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, here's your phone, and it was uh, just asshole. I'm like, oh, that's. I didn't even say anything. Four missed so, calls from asshole. That was the moment where I realized it was. It was. This was it was not. It was not salvageable. Yeah, what let's enjoy this four. At, four oh my more god! What do you guys? I've never thought about that because I have like a joke about what naming people in my phone, but like I haven't thought about what my name is in other people's phones. Mm. I don't. I don't want to know. Um, okay, let's see, Chris. What kind of work environment do you like best? 
I do not thrive sitting at a desk. I get very anxious. Um, so, at, can we be outside? Do you? Does it yeah, help if you right. sit backwards on a chair like a cool teacher? Does that Shelf make you life? less anxious? I there used to be a comedy show at DreamWorks. This guy started. There was like a where there used to be several cubicles of people that did computer animation. There, I was did a, that. I did that show. Well, right. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and one time, what's his name? Jeffrey Kat- Katzenberg. Katzenberg. Yeah. yeah. Katzenberg, was yeah. watching the show. He was like there. Uh, which oh, very sweet. much surprised me. But their environment where they're just, that scared me, but also would be kind of fun. If you're like, have to finish the next Kung Fu Panda, mm-hmm. you they just <laughs> live there. There's a gym, there was restaurants, and they all stood at their desks. No one was standing. Mm. They were all at those standing desks. Some people were standing on like balance balls. I, I for some reason that, I just know I paid attention to that work environment because had I gone down the road of right illustrator or whatever, it, mm-hmm. if if I kept doing that because I did want to get into animation, I always yeah. I keep I always wonder what I would have done, but I I very much being at that I was like God I'm glad I'm just doing stand up here and then getting out, I I don't think. Uh, there's any work environment now that I'm compatible with. It's just been too long me doing yeah. stand up like You're this. You're a feral cat now. Yeah, yeah. Feral, I don't even want weird. a writing job like most comics want mm. to yeah. eventually. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll. I think. A- I mean, I just think an office is like literally. It's not right for human. You know, for people. I not the I way think we have them. Yeah, like yeah. I. I don't think that. Um, we're supposed to like live that way. So I just don't think it's mm-hmm. <laughs> good for us. No. Part. That was one good thing to come out of uh, this pandemic thing is I think a lot of employers now realize that productivity yes. stays the same when you let people work at home. And yeah, cause we know what we have to finish. I used to drive when I worked at fuel TV, I would drive across the city and back I'm like, these are hours of wasted time. I could do all of this at home. I'm using my own phone anyway. Yeah. Right. It's fascinating. Yeah. Now, like, especially like kind of like meetings you'll have with somebody that are like fairly, whatever, stuff that you can just do over Zoom that I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck were we doing before? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I think it's a good to have a mix of them, you know, and not do it all the time. But like, it is wild that like you would drive fucking two hours each way sometimes to like yeah. just for a, you to know to be on your own laptop, not really yeah. talking to anyone else, <laughs> right. and then slacking yeah. with people who are in the same building as you. Yeah, you right, have to right. drive across ta- town just to validate the jobs of the people that work above you, so they are somehow monitoring what you yeah. do because that's right. their job. <laughs> Yeah. Like just get so rid they can of those feel people. you. So they can feel you down there, like turning yeah. the wheels as they work. Exactly. So they can pop in and be like, "Hey, Chris, uh, working for the weekend?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, good. Um, yeah. I drove yeah. here to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> what about okay. stand up? Do you write stand up a lot before shows, or do you write mostly on stage? God, I real i I think everyone probably should write. Uh, their jokes out and t- I, when I first started I remember guys that would fully type it out mm-hmm. and 
they would have. I always think of Orny Adams from that Seinfeld documentary when he had like files of all of this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. At that point, I was like, well, maybe I'm glad I don't do it that way because apparently it makes you the most unlikable comedian ever. (laughs) I I can't believe he used to use that as a credit because he actually is. When I see him now, I'm like, oh, he's he's yelling a lot, but he's a good Right, comedian. right. He's he was funny. such a yeah, villain funny. in that movie, and he used to. That was he. Like, oh, you can see me in comedian. I'm like, you were like the bad guy in that. Why are you telling people to watch it? <laughs> oh, press is good. Uh, that's why I knew who he was. Of who he is, though. Like, yeah. he does, it's like, yeah, he's like, yeah, I was in that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's uh, a little out. Lean of touch. into the villain. Uh, but I guess I write on stage, yeah, with a premise and try and figure it out. At the I'm the same way. I literally haven't sat down audience. and written a joke for I don't, a year, years and years. I, I workshopped something recently with people and it helped me like get past a yeah. hump. And that was like really nice. But like yeah. as far as actually like it just I yeah. can't do it. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I have like it. I modify these notes in my phone. Like they, it goes, starts with an idea mm-hmm. or I'll pilfer my Twitter for an idea. And then. Right periodically go into the notes and add on to it. And then that's the most concise writing I do where it's like, oh, I pretty much wrote out a joke after visiting this idea four times. Mm-hmm. But right, then once right. I got a new a new phone and all those notes were gone and I'm like, well, my precious ideas. <laughs> I mean, I might as well have just had a whole notebook blow away in the wind. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I get worried about... Um, losing them but yeah i don't write we should we all should we should all write free yeah. write i have been exercises. free writing for like the last six months i've been free writing oh like, you have probably i've been trying to do like at least three times a week i'll do 25 minutes um oh, where i just like idea. can't take my pen off my notebook and i have found that actually pretty helpful like i feel like yeah at least one out of every four times i get something not that it's like a final form joke but it at least yeah gets me thinking of like prim- forces me to think of a premise Right. Or like right. a yeah. something, you know? I That's I cool. feel like I go through phases where like sometimes I'll just have like three days in a row where I'm constantly thinking of jokes and it's just like blah, blah, blah. and like yeah, I don't yeah, even yeah. I can't even yeah. write them all down or like I don't even get to them all and then I'm annoyed because I'm like well I'm not even fucking performing right now like there's these are just gonna go nowhere you know <laughs> yeah so it's just kind of like I can't it just comes out whenever and hopefully I catch it like a yeah. butterfly in a net <laughs> I, <laughs> oh the whimsy oh the whimsy <laughs> now oh now I can't stop thinking of LeVar Burton <laughs> yeah. I, uh, As always, but I yeah, I that is what I'm bad at. Is right. I there's so many times uh, uh, where I had a good idea, and then I'm like, well, I don't want to write it down in front of everyone. That's like even during the rave thing, hanging out with Scout and Drennan, we were making each other laugh so hard, like falling on the ground. And I was like, I should probably make uh, write that down. These two are like laughing pretty hard at something right yeah but it's and like what are you, you're like I'll hanging remember out it. You're like what are, yeah oh yeah. yeah the classic what am i doing? great great way to trick ourselves yeah i will not remember even if it. i repeat it because i'll do the th- i sometimes get ideas that i think every once in a while are usable when i'm falling asleep mm-hmm. and that's the oh, ultimate yeah. like I'll, i'm like just i'm gonna say it five times to myself right now and then i'll for sure remember when i <laughs> yeah. wake up and- that's okay i actually yeah. have okay before we take a break i have a question actually about okay. an idea that i had when i was about to fall asleep okay, and i great. wanted i cannot tell if it's a good idea or not 
Um, so, and this will come out, I think this episode will come out after the wedding, so it's fine. But I have to, I'm doing a speech at our friend's wedding coming up. Oh, okay. And so, you know, I'm kind of like ruminating on what to do. Mm-hmm. And I have a few ideas about the actual speech. It'll be cute and, you know. But the end of it, I have an idea to do something that I'm like, I cannot tell if this is like a really bad idea. So stay with me here because okay. it's going to get better, this idea. Okay. Okay. But, um, you know, we spend a lot of Christmases together and we have a tradition of watching uh, Dirty Christmas Carols, right? Yeah. And this one guy <laughs> sings these specific Dirty Christmas Carols that we find very funny where he goes like, Suck em lick em stroke em my cock. It's the first time for you, so here's what you do. Anyway, very dirty, very dumb yeah. song. <laughs> so I wanted to like I was like man I want to represent this like thing because it's like a very like family you know tradition that we have but obviously that's a I'm not going to do that song at her wedding but I thought what if I wrote a parody of that parody song and then I gave everyone the lyrics and we all sing whatever and, and so it's like a love parody where it goes like hug on my kiss on my something my heart uh, etc oh it, with is that just an inside joke with a handful of people at the wedding? Is there going to be a bunch of yes. old people that yeah. are like, what the hell is this? Well, well I'm not going to, we're not going to say the bad, the bad words won't happen. But, right. but lick of my stroke of my fuck of my cock is already mm-hmm. a parody of Jingle, Jingle Bell, Bell, Jingle, Jingle, Bell, Jingle, Bell Rock. Yeah, Jingle, Jingle Bell Rock. So I think you'll, for most people, it's going to read as a parody of Jingle Bell Rock. The, Which maybe that's fine. I well, don't care. You know what? I think you have to do exactly what you just did. And even though there's some sweet old people <laughs> probably that are going to be at this wedding, you have to say the example st- stuck <laughs> in my neck yeah. of my stroke of my cock. Yeah, you get it. I'm you sorry I said to. cock, but I had you get it now. Right, right, and right. Then right, everyone right. will be on yeah, board. No, I, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think uh, yeah, because I'm like this is either a great idea or a terrible idea. I feel like. <laughs> There's enough comics there that it will go well, and yeah. enough people who yeah. have b- experienced the song. It's a Christmas theme song that was parodied into a dirty sex theme song, now right. parodied into a good a, a love, love the yeah. a, a love, love song. of my life. I mean, it sounds uh, just to be practical. It might be Double a little parody. hard to get the lyrics out to everyone. I don't. I'm not sure. It's going to be go. worth it yeah. with the lyrics. They will everything. have them in the moment. I'm not going to make okay, anyone memorize it. You clearly want to do it, so do it. No, no, no. I'm, <laughs> I'm just explaining how it will work. I'm not going to make anyone memorize something. I'm not going to tell no, anyone but beforehand. Saying, but how did this, who's going to pass out? You know, like you're going to have to your, pass your out Your handwritten lyrics. hymn books. Yeah. Like right. How are you no, that's a good point. You that's email, a good point. Email them to everybody like the day before or something? No, no. no. Okay. We don't want to do that. Because they need them in their hand to like see, you know. Um, I bet. I mean, I guess I could get someone to like give it to everybody. Yeah. But yeah, well, I think what I should do is write out what the actual song would be, and then it's like, if it's funny and or if it's worth it, do it. And if it's not, yeah. don't. Because I haven't yeah. like sat down and been like, what would it actually sound like? Or, and it, yeah, it would, might be a total mess. You know, you could if you want to avoid having to hand out the hymn books, you could cast the characters that are going right. to sing it with you. Oh, and that's have a good them idea. Come up and sing it with you. Okay, yeah. okay, that's a that's a good alternate. The hymn books. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, out a whole hymn book. Just one song in it. Be perfect. <laughs> okay, thank you. This has been yeah. good. See, we workshop my falling asleep idea. We'll there see. was a comic that was so funny when I started in Austin, and he, he won the funniest person in Austin contest and then didn't do stand-up after that. But he that's had... That's the way to do it. 
several bits where that he would hand out cards to like audience, random audience members, and they had a role in like when the lights flicker, yell who stole my wallet or whatever. Like everyone had. <laughs> so I love it was this that. amazing like uh, series <laughs> of events from just the general people in the audience that were really good about their one line. Whoa. And I love and, that. Yeah, it was so cool to watch these scenes happen. Uh, and he had a plan, of course, but yeah, he just used audience members. So maybe, yeah, you could just have one person with a card that says, suck am I, and another <laughs> No, I think your idea, I think recruiting I. people makes the most sense. Yeah, yeah, that makes the most sense to be like, all right, here's like five or six people who are going to sing this yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think that's That's nice. a good call. Yeah. But yeah, I, I don't know. I got to feel it out. I got to write out my speech first, because I also don't want it to be one of those things that's like too long. Yeah. You know, it'll be great. Yeah. I look forward to the speeches awesome. at weddings. I think it's a really, it, whether it's a train wreck or a success, it's always a success. That's true. It's always entertaining. Yeah. 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 That's for sure. <laughs> Gotta have a little bit of train wreck to really feel like a wedding. Exactly. Yeah. Um, um, okay. We're going to choo choo. <laughs> what, sorry, what were you going to say, Brandy? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Sorry. Oh, my God. We can't. We can't oh, do it without. Me. We one, have to close out the segment. We can't do business questions yes. without this one, question. One final question. Chris. <clears throat> yes. Sell me this pen. Uh, you know pen. how your normal pen, you'll look down and and there's uh, ink on your shirt? What a terrible problem we've all had since the mid-80s, right? <laughs> this pen, not only can you write it when there's, with it when there's no gravity, which is a situation that might come up at some point, this pen will not leak and it's waterproof. And believe it or not, and I'll show you in a minute, you can write with this pen submerged in water. That's why we call it the mini submarine pen. They are only sold in boxes of 100, but if you order one now, we'll give you an extra box for free. Again, these pens, as I said before, are stainless steel. There's a lifetime guarantee. And if they ever run out of ink, you can send it back to our factory in Poughkeepsie, New York. And we will send you a new, not just one pen, but again, an entire box of 100 pens. You'll never be without a pen. You'll almost be annoyed at how many pens you have that will last a lifetime. You can never lose them. They will find you. These are the last pens you'll ever own because they will kill you. Um, so how many can, can you buy today? Oh, oh my God. Be down for a hundred million. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, perfect. yeah, perfect. Let's just disperse them to the planet. Perfect. Yeah, what a terrible idea! Because why would you buy a hundred of them if you're never going to lose the one that you have? <laughs> yeah, my business model needs some work. There was a little bit of Cutco in there. That's the only thing I've ever <laughs> sold. You sold Cutco? Yeah, yeah. Which? Hey. Oh my God! Someone, there's someone that started as 
a Cutco sales. Wait, what is Cutco? It's it is men's MLM. They are very expensive, nice knives, but but they really are like the the handful of people that bought them. My grandparents and my parents. you you do send them back and they just send you a new knife like they you're oh, that's good yeah or the knife repair exchange it. yeah right? <laughs> and they're very sharp like if a sale wasn't going well i'd actually tap my hand and be like look how sharp they are i'm bleeding and they're like get out of my kitchen like i, I, I will so- say the like few mlm things i have purchased um were like been sort of around have been good products good quality. Few, yeah yeah that is why I've talked about this before, but it's sometimes hard for me to be like, is is it that if the product is good? Oh, I remember I mean, now. It's your choice to get the, it. The, the yeah. person that sold Cutco at the, the same year I was selling Cutco, uh, it's like a Martin Screlly type uh, investor asshole that started Uber and oh, was God. one of the people that made that a toxic like. Uh, you know, didn't they? Ju- isn't that the show? They just made it a show yeah, about. Yeah. Him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He so the guy that uh, Gordon jo- Joseph Gordon Gordon Joseph Levitt Jordan. <laughs> go- his name is my <laughs> name too. That, his, that guy, he's playing him, and he started with Cutco. And I looked uh, at the years oh, he did wow. it, and it, it was yeah, nineteen ninety two. You know, I was still in high school. You could have gotten in on Uber. I know. Oh, yeah, I could have. <laughs> There's been a, another moment via Cutco. That, yeah, I I hated doing Cutco. I sales. I just don't. Oh, isn't it? The, I, I no. actually have a lot of respect for people who enjoy sales. Yeah, it's a very specific skill set. I, if they're I selling, the, if they're selling the right thing, that that's a skill that can be used for evil too. I think. Yeah, that's how I knew <laughs> I'm not meant for sales because I really believe these were fancy knives. Yeah. And when I'd be like, get your best knife out of the kitchen and let's see how it stacks up to the petite trimmer. Like I would, I really would, they pull out their knife and I'm like, yeah, this is like a shitty knife. The cut goes really good. I really believe in these I knives. I do. I really am. I couldn't envision- sell them. Just- I'm envisioning a musical of you finding oh, out your... Good. Death of a Cutco salesman. <laughs> I lo- yeah, that's what it like, I know I'm not a salesman because I don't like these knives. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this is, brings new meaning to cutthroat. Yeah, <laughs> and I, and I slice my. <laughs> it's just it's at the end I'm musical. killing myself. I like it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I yeah I I just it's one of those pyramid schemey thing or where you yeah. Not you're not recruiting new people to work for them, but you they were like, just get a list of ten people from every person you know. Right. And so mm-hmm. you're bothering your friends and family. <laughs> yeah. And then and then everyone that they know is pissed off that they referred you. you not that yeah. I was annoying, but no one wants to be have you show up there at their house. You have to go door to door, basically. It's, it's a bringer show with knives. Yes, yeah. it's a bringer yeah. show. Yeah. Oh, you're you're burning. Thing, you're like, burning every good connection you have. I think yeah. part of being a good salesman is you have to be kind of oblivious. You have to be kind of an actually unempathetic person because I I don't like upselling right. yeah. people on things because I know that I don't like to be upsold. So right. it's hard for me to, for, I'm like, this is not, how is this even an effective tactic? I don't like when people do that to me. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. don't either. I There was one, I my first job was selling coupon books door to door and 
they'd always drop us off in bad neighborhoods where they knew people maybe were uh, needed coupons. And mm-hmm. I get bit by dogs and shit. <laughs> One time I got dropped off. The other guys I work with were grown men. I was like 15, 17. And we picked them up at this bar and they were like fighting each other, bloody noses. And they got in the car with me. They were all drunk and bloody. And and we got dropped off. Uh, they were nice to me, but whatever. They're uh, but there was one coupon that was like a free oil change or something. Like it was like someone accidentally made a very valuable coupon. So I would just go to the door, I'm like Look, here's a coupon book. There's a bunch of bullshit in it. But this one's for a free oil change. Look at that. And they're like, it's worth the $8 to buy this coupon book. So then I started selling them because I found the one. So nice. I wasn't lying and I wasn't upsell. You know, I wasn't yeah. like, it was like, Honest look at salesman. this. And they're like, oh, that does make sense. Sorry, I told you to get off my porch. I'll buy one. Like it was after that I found success. You found it in. Because you were getting yeah, on their yeah. level. Yeah. Wow. I just yeah. love that this started out with coupons and it became, you know, sort of like a Martin Scorsese movie with the fights in the bar and you're getting oh, by Again. Yeah. I think we've got something here. Yeah, I love yeah, this the... bloody guar like musical that you're, yeah. you're weaving. Yeah, for yeah. Us. <laughs> I'm Grown imagining men. someone on the one of those spinning lay down one of those spinning things, you throw knives at them to show them. I did have a kid come try to sell me coupons like a couple years ago and I was like, I don't need any coupons, but here's ten dollars. Go to seven eleven and get yourself something nice. Oh, that's <laughs> nice. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. yeah. See, if I got that money, I still would have put it in my bag and shown it to my boss. Like, look, I sold another one. Oh, that's I awful. Oh. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> it was called Serendipity Ventures. So I'd have to oh go to every Oh, my God, that like, name. Oh, God, there was a whole... Do you, would you like to know what's new from Serendipity Ventures? And I'm like, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we oh. have to we have to take a break and then we'll be back with lady problems. All right, we are back. I'm Tess. I'm Babs. I'm Brandy. I'm Chris. I'm only here temporarily. <laughs> That's true. I don't know why I have and then care. he disappears into space. <laughs> yeah, fucking yeah, smoke bomb. <laughs> um, we're right, gonna Chris. do lady problems. Yay! If you have one, you know the drill. Write to us, lady to lady comedy gmail dot com. Give us a phone call three two three six butt thirty. <laughs> I have a boy, and that made me laugh. <laughs> We've specifically found a. a yeah, something that had we could put a word in, and we we're like, "But what's the word?" But thir- it's but thirty o'clock somewhere. <laughs> That's what someone says when they're addicted to eating ass. It's but thirty o'clock somewhere. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Turkey noise. I didn't need the turkey noise. <laughs> I don't know. I've never done it. I assume you have. To, I that is what it. But I will say, noise. now that you made that noise, when I see it in porn, that's the noise I'm going to think of. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, do the theme song. Lady 
Lady Problems, do you have them? Lady Problems, do you have them? People have them. Hi, ladies. Um, I'm calling because I have, it's not that much of a problem. I'm just bored. I've been traveling a lot for work to Denver. So this is a Denver-based lady problem. Um, and I just, like, don't know anyone here. And I'll be here, like, during the weekdays for, like, two to three days at a time. And I'm not from the area. I'm from New Jersey, but I live in Pittsburgh. And I just, like, want to do cool stuff in Denver. And I'm, like, okay with doing stuff by myself. But, like, I don't really, I don't know. I don't want to go to something that's, like, I'll be the only one by myself. And also, like, museums and stuff all close after five. So I just want to know, like, what is, like, the can't miss? But it also wouldn't be awkward to do by yourself thing to do in Denver. I'm going to go try to look at a bison now. Um, I've been trying to, like, organize hinge dates. That hasn't been working at all. Um, one plus side, though, is when Tess is here, I think I will be in town. So I think I'm going to go to her show alone, which is scary. But the amount of cable TV I've watched in my hotel room is scarier. So, yeah, if you have any tips for being in a cool city alone, let me know. Yeah. Yeah. I think we all know this because we've all traveled oh, for sure. alone. <laughs> and Denver is a, uh, specifically a city that we've all been there a lot because there's been fun, like a fun festival there and fun shows. Yeah, that's a really great comedy town. There are cities yeah. like... You know, you think of Chicago or Boston or something, it's like hard to break in because they have their own scene and they're very protective over all their stage spots. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Whereas Denver, I remember comedian, that was my first experience of other comics saying, oh, will you come here? We'll pay you to be part of our show. I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah. What lovely. a supportive comedy scene. So my, my answer is always like support that local comedy scene and go see the Growlicks or something while you're there. Yeah. Um, is there, do you, like I'm trying to think how can she find independent shows? Is there there's, like a... um, I'm trying to think there's an actual website where I'm looking at a... they list someone runs a, a website for independent comedy shows so we'll I think Brittany's looking it up but yeah I would say you know keep going to that like that's super fun, and I, you probably don't want to do any work stuff. I just know that some of the shows, you know, like, have people volunteer to, like, run the door and stuff like that. And, like, you probably don't want to do anything like that, maybe. But if you do, I know people who, you know, need help at shows, and I feel like it's a fun way to meet people. Because probably what you want to do is, yeah, meet a meet a few people, too, that you can, like, hang out with while you're in town. And that's kind of a way to do it. Um, yeah. Um, and also, by volunteering like for stuff. Especially this time of year when the sun is setting later, it sounds like you have to work until five or so, but there's just like so much cool outdoor shit in Denver yeah. and the surrounding areas. And if you're renting a car, um, I mean, God, there's download all trails, do yeah. the flat irons in Boulder, go to Rocky Mountain National Park. I went to a place outside Colorado Springs called Garden of the Gods. And it was just like this incredible, amazing red rock sculptures with this really cool path that you can walk around. So like, I would definitely do a ton of that stuff. Yeah, and Red Rocks, the venue that I've never yeah. seen a show at Red Rocks. That, that I would, would love be. to see music at Red Rocks, or or I yeah. think they do that comic comics that open for them sometimes too. Yeah, yeah, and um, there's a lot of like, there's so much fun outdoor stuff to do. Yeah, and in Littleton, Colorado, I went to, which is like about an, I think an hour outside of Denver. Um, mm -hmm. they have a really cool 
river rafting thing. It's super easy. You just rent your tube and then you can float down the river a bunch of different times. And I did that last time it was there. It was so nice. And there's plenty of people around. So you don't feel like, you know, you're not like wandering out solo in the wilderness or something like that. Like there's people around. So I wouldn't feel like nervous to do it by myself or anything. Um, and yeah, the bison refuge is really cool. Like is, you said you're really going cool. to look at it. I feel like it's a very good zen place to just like chill out. Yeah, I mean Babs and Alan, our friend Alan went there after doing a festival one day and just like we had like a weird 5-hour gap between like checking out and then our plane. So it was like the perfect amount of time just to like, oh, let's just go stare at some bison in a field. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm looking Adventure West is the place where I did the river uh stuff. So you can look them up. But yeah, I mean, in general, I mean, I, I personally, like, I, I've never had a problem doing anything alone. Maybe there's something wrong with me, but like, I'll go to dinner by myself. No. I'll go to, it's really not a problem. Like, I, I don't too, know. Yeah. And I, I built a life around it. Yeah. 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 So I mean, <laughs> I would acclimate yourself to that. I wouldn't even mm-hmm. differentiate this mm-hmm. is an alone activity and this isn't like anything that sounds fun. I would just feel free to do that alone because it's it. awesome. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Like, and I, I really like Denver people. Maybe you, you'll meet someone there. I've been in two relationships with Denver people that I really liked. and But it's just hard to make that work because I wasn't going to necessarily just move to Denver and see where right. it went. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. every time I'm around people there, I'm like, oh, I kind of wish I lived here because yeah. of my interactions. And again, yeah. boy, ah, just a couple of girls I should have married. Oh, well. I think uh, Chris, we're just ex- we're exploring all like, of your sliding doors today. Yeah, he's really living a lot of lives. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's because I did a bunch of ketamine, man. <laughs> you know, also what um, I think is fun because I've just been looking at a lot of like real estate lately. Is like look for open houses. Just go want like oh, you know yeah. go just check out open fun, houses and yeah. just do mm-hmm. it for fun. Might as well. But that'll backfire and make you want to live there. Also. That's true. <laughs> Don't look at houses or fall in love with nice people. <laughs> and I would say if if you're saying you didn't talk about dating, so this might not oh, be an, an option. She's looking trying to. Oh, get she on said on it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she is. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. sorry, I missed that. Um. Yeah, I would definitely go and, you know, go on dates. I that's like some of the most fun I've had in other places when I just went on dates cuz they know the area. You know, I've seen like really cool things that's that I funny. wouldn't have thought about when I just was doing myself and you know, you can set your expectations for whatever you want that to be, but it can just be a fun way to it's, you know, hang out with someone for a night. I I now I don't know how it is on your end but when i look at dating apps most of them aren't real people it, you can just tell it's like a yeah it's a stolen a photos yeah. and now i want to even uh but the one time i honestly had went on an actual date with a stranger from an app was one of the, this woman i met in denver and it was so yeah it's a perfect formula Go look for a house, get on the app, find your partner, get the hell out of Pittsburgh, move to Denver. Start a new life. Don't let, don't have the same sliding door that Chris does. Yeah, yeah. Don't make the the mistake I've made. I've tasted the happiness. Get on a buffalo and ride it around Denver and get married and move into a house. (laughs) Fun. Oh my God. But yeah, just just be willing to put yourself out there, and I feel like you're gonna find the stuff yeah. you want. 
just look up like like Denver Tonight. Also, I use Bands in Town. It's this great app on the road all the time to see like what kind of like music acts are playing. Uh, like when you know, if I'm like after a show or something, I'll be like, oh, I'll just go see some local, whatever. It's just a great place to if, meet people. Yeah, if you stuff. like to play games, a lot of game shops just like have people come hang out and play stuff. You know, I feel mm-hmm. like. There's yeah. a lot of options for it. Meetup.com always has like people getting together for, you know, stuff. Yeah. So if you, if you are looking for people to do stuff with, I think there's ways to find that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just, Sean and I like to read Yelp reviews in different places. And mm-hmm. last time we were in Denver, there was a Yelp review for this pizza place that was like, I want to preface this by saying that I am okay with marijuana, but i waited half an hour for my pizza then they opened the oven and the pizza had been burned then they proceeded to say they this was the second pizza they had burned that day if you're burning two pizzas at work that is too high to be at work yeah that's so funny oh my god that's great yeah that the denver is the only place where i i mean when they when uh, recreational weed became legal there, and it was years ago now. I remember the audience, there was bongs in the audience. People were doing <laughs> bong rips. Yeah, yeah it's out it was there. It's like, oh, you're too high. You imagine getting a rip off a bong and then trying to do anything <laughs> out at a theater? Like, oh, I have my No, bong. I don't want to be around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I don't want to be in an in audience. <laughs> Also, the website is 5280comedy.com. Oh, hell yeah. That's right. 5280comedy.com. That has all the good, like, independent shows. Yeah. Yeah. And I should shout Um, out Katie Bowman, friend of the show, has a great uh, weekly show at Sushi High. That's probably mm -hmm. on there. Was 5280 the call letters of the old comedy radio station they had there? I think so. Yeah, the old timey. They had, like, a comedy radio channel. A lot of people that did High Plains worked some with that radio. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have little boring things to That's, say. No, it's like super interesting, Chris. <laughs> I <don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, have fun. Go see shows. Enjoy your enjoy the beautiful um, yeah. area. I mean, I, I, I don't know if you have a car, but I would definitely rent one sometimes if you don't because just driving around like we took the long way last time i went we went south because the main freeway was closed and it was like the most gorgeous drive i've ever seen so yeah it's if so nothing crazy. else just take some long drives and see the beautiful scenery yeah, yeah. for sure a ghost tour is always fun there might be some weird ghost oh, yeah. shit there oh yeah too. you know what I, what I went when i was there last time is i went to see molly brown's house they had a tour of molly brown's house and that was fascinating Oh. That's she makes the rainbow tote bags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's <laughs> yeah. Exactly. she makes she makes brown tote bags. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, she. Yeah, they had a whole tour of her house, and I learned a lot, and it was just like a really cool experience. So there's always stuff like that to. Oh, yeah. Check out. Speaking of haunted places in Colorado, mm-hmm. oh my god, this is such a good recommendation. Um, we stayed in this place called Estes Park for the first last, last oh, time yeah, we were yeah, there, oh, yeah. and there's a hotel yeah. there, the Stanley Hotel. Yeah. Which is what The Shining is based on. And they filmed Dumb and Dumber there. Yes, they did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the summer ex- in The Shining, all these summertime exterior shots mm-hmm. were at. Is there it? Too. Oh. Okay. And in the winter, it was suddenly Timberland Lodge where I went to snowboard camp. 
<laughs> yeah, there's, but, there's like three different places. They, that, you can that, see Chris in that picture at the end. Exactly. He's in a tuxedo. The, <laughs> I'm one yeah. of the girls. I'm he's, one of the twin girls. Yeah, he's, he's bleeding from every orifice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whoa, that sounds creepy as fuck. It did you go yeah. into it? We absolutely yeah. did. It was, it was a highlight for me. Absolutely. Whoa. I mean, yeah. It's the spookiest, scariest place, but then you also get like Dumb and Dumber fan yeah, action. Yeah. It's I, right with I the staircase. Should, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's great. I didn't know it was the Dumb and Dumber Hotel. I remember walking into the bar, and they still have the like moon landing article on the mm. wall, and I was like, "Wait, oh, that's <laughs> oh, funny. I know where I am." <laughs> that's so it's funny. Filled me with a lot of joy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, total blast. But yeah, that place that place was very fucking cool. And you're like in the mountains. Like, yeah, it's, it's gorgeous. It's like so stunningly pretty. gorgeous. Can't oh, recommend amazing. it enough. And they have cherry pie that is like baked with cherries that are grown from around the area. Cannot Ooh. recommend it. Spooky <laughs> cherry. Spooky cherries. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cherry. Yeah. You got this. Have fun. Denver, Denver's a great place to do stuff. Yeah. So Yeah. Yeah. Chris, aside from your upcoming book report, which I'm really looking forward to. <laughs> oh, boy. Do you have anything else you'd like to plug or where can people find you? Yeah, this is how far I am in the book. I put this bookmark in uh, five, six years ago. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I, you can, I, right now my, I don't have anything booked, but when I do, I put it into bands in town, which mm. updates to my <laughs> website. But yeah, I have nothing. I've been on the road a bunch, and now you I'm waiting for my next. On exactly right. Yeah. Do you need a ride? <laughs> and uh, what what's else? Your, what's your social media? Where where you were to have dates? Where would where would you post? And where would people yeah, find it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Chris Fairbanks on Twitter and Chris underscore Fairbanks on damn Instagram. I me too so annoying yeah I've kind of become friends with the Chris Fairbanks but it's like hey man give it to me you just yeah. work on cars. mine I, I, she, I it hasn't been updated in years but yeah I just can't get it from them. yeah yeah my favorite version of that is uh Lisa Curry uh the the actual like the person that has at Lisa Curry is an Olympian. So then Lisa Curry comedian, her name is Olympian Lisa Curry. That's so like, genius. Oh, that's great. <laughs> She's like, well, if you're not going to give it to me, then I'm going to steal your valor. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> so good. So follow Lisa and I guess follow Chris. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for hanging out with us, Chris. And yeah, um, I, a, I was looking forward to it. And then, uh, it was fulfilled. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see everybody next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Three, two, three, six but 30. It's six but 30 somewhere. What's up, ladies? It's Hannah from Houston, Texas. I was just listening to your most recent episode with Allison Tolman in my car driving. And Brandy mentioned, oh, Allison said she was from a suburb of Houston. And Brandy mentioned that two of the things that charm her the most about this city are the chaos of the neighborhoods, because there's no zoning laws, and the fact that we have kolaches, which, as described, are like a Czechoslovakian breakfast pastry. And I just started laughing like a lunatic to myself at a red light, because I was currently driving through one such neighborhood of Houston on my way to get kolaches before work. So what's up from Bayou City and our, like, Czech breakfast pastry shops that will inevitably as described be on the same street corner as like 
a high-end drugstore and a bail bonds office and a Mexican fruit market and a row of, like, beautifully kept 1940s bungalows. Hi, ladies. My name is Jessica, and I'm uh, responding to the caller who um, wants her partner to propose to her um, but had some concerns about um, him taking the reins and is it is it the patriarchy? Is it? Uh, um, and I just wanted to pass along kind of what I did, which was um, I and this is like showing my age a little bit, but I made a whole ass live journal of the kinds of things I wanted for my wedding, including um, like what kind of a ring I wanted, um, and I even had like a link <laughs> to where you could buy it. Um, and then I told my best friend, like, give this information to my boyfriend if he ever asks. And then I told my boyfriend, hey, if you ever want to know what kind of things I'm thinking about, talk to my best friend. And then I got what I wanted. It was really nice. And I'm still married and things are great. And Mazel tov, if they uh, end up getting together, uh, that's all I got. Bye. Love you. Lady to Lady is produced by Katie Levine. Get tons of bonus content, discounted tickets for live shows, and lots more at patreon.com slash lady to lady. Follow us on Instagram at lady, the number two, lady comedy. And give your input on lady problems and get info about upcoming live shows. And hey, don't forget to follow our individual accounts on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Babs Gray, Brandazzle, and Testify Barker. Listen, follow, and leave us a review on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget... You can listen to new episodes one week early on Amazon Music or early and ad-free plus bonus episodes by subscribing to Wondery Plus in the Wondery app. Follow Lady to Lady on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen so you don't miss an episode. If you like what you hear, you can rate and review the show. Visit exactlyrightstore.com to purchase Lady to Lady merch.